1: Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the
2: most bulls**t thing I've seen in 30 years.
0: Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. The Orange, they defend the Dome in a grudge match against UNC last night, despite being... Beat on the boards by 19, a 72 to 70 game that almost slipped through the cracks. Improving to 14 and 8, 8 and 7, but did it come at a cost? We don't know. Kadari and Guerriere both left the game uh, with some kind of injury. Both came into the game with injuries. In fact, uh, muscled through most of it. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you and fan feedback. Then we will let you know what we think. As Syracuse will host Clemson tomorrow at five. Qs will be working a three games in six days. And it's going to be a tall order for the guys in orange. Syracuse, up to 60 in Kenpom in 55th in the net. Also, this morning, if you didn't already know, NC State moved into the 75th slot in the net. So that will make that road win a quad one win at the moment. Yeah. So we got to root for NC State, guys. They got to stay there. Uh, that would be extremely helpful. So, um, Yes. That's good news. Lots of good news after a two-game losing streak. And, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. Three games in six days is a feat. And I am a little worried, and we'll talk. I'm not going to get into it now, but I am a little worried about the uh, status of of the team in general. So, with that said, let's listen to Coach. Let's see what he had to say after the win.
2: You know, I'm really proud of the fight in this team. We, you know, we got down early and because uh, we just, you know, we missed. Allen had, you know, his you know, worst game I think he's ever had here. Uh, just, he couldn't buy anything. But I thought, uh, you know, Jesse, got, you know, he's learning, but he gave us some really good minutes. Uh, I think the difference with Kadari looking to get in the lane and then finding shooters, and we were passing the ball to shooters, and Buddy was getting open. And you know, he can make those shots when he gets open. And you know, we did a good job of looking for him, and then Quincy got big inside. They had a guard on him a little bit, and we didn't, they did a really good job. Marek, everybody did a really good job of getting Quincy the ball down there. Jim, uh, you had to go with Jesse in order to combat their bigs there. Could you talk a little bit about what he was able to do out there
0: for
2: you tonight? You know, he. You know, he's still got a lot to learn, but he got, you know, a couple of rebounds. You know, one thing he does is he steals. He gets his hands in there and makes steals. Uh, you know, he was active. Uh, he grabbed the ball better at Georgia Tech. He was bobbling a lot. He grabbed it better tonight. You know, he's still not ready, but he gave us a lot tonight. And he, he's got a, a tremendous potential to be able to really help us inside.
0: Hi, Coach. Um, we saw Kadari kind of hobble off there with about four minutes left. Just uh, wondering if you had any kind of update on no. how he's
2: doing. No, I have no idea. I think I think he'll be all right, but I don't know. Well, Quincy was unbelievable. He couldn't practice yesterday. Brad uh, Pike did a great job with him treating. Since every since the game the other night, he's been treating him. Right after the game when we got back here from Georgia Tech, he's been treating him. Uh, you know, I didn't think yesterday he'd play today. I really didn't. Um, but, you know, he, he was tremendous. Great determination on some of those plays under inside. You know, you don't usually score inside against Carolina, but he got a little guy on him, and, and he took advantage of it. It would be nice if we had some fans here, but I guess maybe they'll think about that next year. I don't know. I might be still thinking it over by next year. I thought that's one thing Buddy did a little bit tonight. They didn't call him, but he was trying to get to the foul line. But there was there wasn't any calls on some of the plays, which I thought were fouls. But you know, this was it's a great win.
3: Hey Jim, I uh, just wanted to ask on, on Jesse Edwards uh, against maybe the best front court in the
4: ACC, pretty. Really productive night for him. Was this something you feel he was capable of earlier
2: in the year, or did he need? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I didn't play him, but I thought he was ready then. I just purposely kept him out, Matt. Wait, what, so kind, of, what kind of what kind of question is that? Practice. What? He's still not ready. Right. He's not ready, but he did. He he hung in there and battled. The out rebound is twenty rebounds. I mean, yeah, he did. He did some good things, but you know, he's. Got to get stronger. And, you know, if he was ready early in the year, he would have been playing early in the year. We took this game out and got back in it and got the lead at halftime with the smaller lineup. That's the lineup that was effective. That got us the lead. But Jesse did some really good things and helped us. But, you know, he's still, again, like I said the other day, I didn't expect him to play this year. I didn't think he was ready. Uh, I still don't, but you know, we need him to go in there and do what he can do. The coach montage is brought to us
0: by Bet Online, the title sponsor for the Qs militia. I do stand corrected. I said nineteen, we we're out, we we're negative uh, nineteen on the board, so it's negative twenty. So my bad. Coach, thank you for the correction. Uh, we will get into the coach montage right after we hear from the good folks over at Bet Online. Look. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they're in full swing. You got the MLB coming up, you got NASCAR, it's rolling. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. That's 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code ARMCHAIR. online. You're online sportsbook experts. Thank you. Bet online. Okay. So, uh, as it were, um, a, a, a rough game for Alan Griffin. And uh, it wasn't for a lack of effort some of the time, but four points, <coughs> one for 10 from the field, 0 oh for six from three. Just an off night. And, um, you know, when you combine that with the. Rebounding deficit and you wonder how you came out on top. We'll get into that. But um Allen's gameplay is not usually that bad. Like coach said, worst game all year, and we're not used to seeing it. But um, you know, for what it's worth, we won. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. But 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 Allen is in my bad. If I'm doing good, bad, and ugly, he's in my bad. Mm. Joe Gerard, mm. Joe Gerard's in in he, he he's he's pushing the ugly. He's pushing the ugly a little <laughs> In my opinion. Uh, some some, yeah. some decent free throws at the end to help pull through. But, um, you know, that's going to happen with with Allen. So, with everybody, in fact. What do you think, Joe? Uh,
4: right. Yeah. When you saw the rebounding, you were like, okay, how are we even still in this game, right? So, when you look at their...
0: Huge deficit
4: quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But they had a lot of turnovers. Uh, they had 20 turnovers to our 12 turnovers. And you saw Roy Williams just... I mean, those big men were coming in at one point like a revolving door. He was just substitute and substitute and trying to, to to make something work. When you look at it, Sharp had three turnovers, Kessler had two turnovers, Brooks had four turnovers, and Baycott had three turnovers. Uh, so the the big men they just had they had a rough day. And again, when you look at the team stats, uh, we had 15 steals, nine blocks, to so their six steals, one block. Uh, we had a lot of points off their turnovers, a lot of fast break. I think we had 28 points off their 20 turnovers and we had 24 fast break points or 20 fast break points or something like that. So that's, that's old school, you know, Syracuse basketball as far as defense and, and you know, turning good defense
0: yes, into uh, offense
4: and, and turnovers into easy, you points. know, buckets. Yeah. So, and obviously Buddy saved us there at one point when he got hot um, and, I mean, yeah, it was a very, very surprising, surprising game, but it's always, it's always good to beat North Carolina for uh, sure.
0: It, it's so. great to beat North Carolina when you live in North Carolina, especially. Mm-hmm. But I got to be honest, man, I got a lot of North UNC fans around me. UNC, UVA, Virginia Tech, uh, Duke. They're they're all huge oh, yeah. where I'm at. So, um, anyways, my, my point to Allen is is that Allen has a game like that, and you've got two guys coming into the game with some kind of injury or some kind of fatigue or whatever. Uh, you know, you you expect an Allen Griffin to step it up. He didn't. It's okay. You know, they all. You know, it's gonna happen. Uh, his shot
4: just wasn't falling. It just wasn't. I, mean, I falling. think there was one point early in the first half where he was letting his offense mess with his defense. Um, and he didn't hustle, and I think uh, Beheim took him out. But in the second half, I mean, he had four blocks. Yeah, he did. So in the, in the second half, he was definitely, when he got out there, he was playing defense. I mean, and, and, I mean he his, his head was still in it.
1: He
0: hustles. He hustles, especially oh, yeah. in transition. And and I caught a little flack for saying Allen hustles on Twitter last night because it does seem like he doesn't always hustle. But he, in transition, boy, if he's coming after you, if he's behind you and you get you think you got a clean layup and he's behind you, think again.
4: Think, oh, yeah, think he's really again. good at that. He's <laughs> yes. had multiple, multiple blocks like that all yeah. season. So, yeah. again, as long as, as he – if he's not hitting, that's okay. He might not play as much minutes. Uh, there might be a little bit more of a rotation. But uh, when you get in there, you know, make plays like that. You know, And he had a backdoor cut where he got an easy layup from Mark uh, later in the game too. So, sometimes easy. your shots aren't going to fall. And even Bayheim, he talked about in uh, the post-game presser that – he thinks that uh, Alan Griffin, when, you know, the days where your shots aren't falling, you got to be able to take it to the lane and try to get to, to yeah, the I was, line. I and was just going to mention a good free-throw shooter, yeah. Shooter, so.
0: Yeah, he's an excellent free-throw shooter. And, yeah. you know, I mean, the team as a whole is excellent. So, um Qadari's knee, Joe, obviously we don't know. It didn't look great. But when you see him put ice on it, it seems more like an in-the-moment thing. I don't know if it had anything to do with his, with what he had going on coming in. But when you see ice— Usually means it's been bumped, it's been bruised. I mean, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah,
4: but I, I, th- I think there was some clues towards the end of that game. I mean, if you were paying attention on the sideline, uh, if there was anything serious to where he thought he tore something or there was something bad, I don't think he would have been up and moving around. No. I mean, he was walking, and yeah. stuff like that at the mm-hmm. end. So, um, I think yeah, again, he's thirty-one minutes. I think that's a see. I don't, I don't want. I think it's a season high for him. I don't know for sure, but um, I
0: think it might be. Uh, Gerard again yeah. with ten. So, uh, by the
4: way, Kadari. I mean, has it has it ever been more apparent?
0: No, it's I mean, the, the last picture's
4: night, clear. Yeah, I was talking to my dad last night when we were watching. It. I'm like, look at this. I'm like, it doesn't really matter, you know. I know Quincy was in there and everything, but look at when you have a, a capable big man. And again, Beheim says, you know, he might not be ready. He might not be ready we'll for certain team teams or certain right. players, or maybe he's just not going to be consistent. But you saw in certain times last night where that helps us so much.
0: Oh yeah. And then
4: you see, and then you see Kadari out there, and what he's capable of doing while he's out there. I mean, he only scored six points. Probably should have had a, a couple more. Missed a couple of bunnies, uh, but he played a great game. Nine assists, ten assists, four, four, ten assists, four steals. It, it was
0: actually it was actually adjusted to ten. There was one they took from Buddy and gave to him.
4: Okay. And so when you look at it, he was out there and you can see what Kadari can kind of put together with 30 plus minutes. And I just think that yesterday it was like the closest type of looking team that is like, okay, this is kind of what we should have looked like from the beginning. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. It's easy to say now. big man
4: with. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, you know, now it's like to me, it's more apparent. And I think we talked about it last time uh, and I don't know if this is in fan feedback. So but is there any Joe Kadari stuff?
0: Not specifically. I mean, you know, it's all the same stuff we've heard as far as that goes. Anyway, so go ahead.
4: No, I'm just saying. I, I try to I, keep I, I, I a lot talking.
0: of that out. I think we're. I think everybody's on the same page here with this.
4: Well, we we talked about it last time, where I think that he was going to get the start this game. We did think right? that.
0: We did say that, and and, and he. The seller hold. Yeah. And I and mm-hmm.
4: I, I spoke about how I think it was like Beheim's last kind of here's your chance type thing, and I think you just saw with the body language of Joe again on the bench, and you know there was some a, of the mistakes. Uh,
0: yeah, there was a there was a look, and I don't know how much to how much weight this, to put in on this, but I just happened to film, or not just happened. I rewound it and filmed the Jesse Edwards slam on the inbounds pass, which was awesome. And the only reason I did it is because if fans were there, the place would have the freaking that brand new roof would need to be repaired. Okay, mm-hmm. if fans were there, so that's why I threw it up on Twitter. But someone pointed out in the background, Joe, the whole bench leaps. And Joe's standing, Joe's standing, but he's he's doing one of these golf claps like this. The whole bench is going nuts. <laughs> and so, when you talk about body language, though, it says a lot. It does. It really does. So, and I um, think
4: with the 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 the, uh, the outing that Kadari put out there, I'm sorry, but uh, barring that, this injury is going to be a problem for tomorrow. Kadari start?
0: I would I would think so, and and we'll have to see, but. We'll we'll talk about Amir Sims. Uh, Jesse Edwards getting plenty of minutes. We'll get into that in a second. Quincy, first half, six points, one rebound. Dude finishes with six rebounds and 18 points. Just a monstrous second half. You could see it took him a little bit. He was a little cold. Once he Mm -hmm. started to get warmed up, then you got to see Quincy didn't even look like anything was wrong with him. Um, Towards the end of the game, obviously, he had some issues there. He was... (laughs) <laughs> they, they were dropping like flies at one point it looked like a, yeah, they were. looked like the well, plague well, the out there the and yeah yeah so anyways uh we we are wondering about Quincy but a monstrous second half for him you know and he's going to need to play those games when he plays like that and we have one of our point guards that's hot it were really hard to beat along with mark doing his thing a quiet 10 points i believe 8, eight points and yeah, eight, po- 8 points 5 assists 3 blocks, three, yeah, th- steals, 3 blocks five 3 steals 5 yeah.
4: rebounds so, you know, just, just doing his thing—that's yeah.
0: his—that's his normal thing. And we talk about—we talked about that last episode, like yeah. Mark and Kodari, they do their thing, and you got Quincy in and in one of the point guards going off. You're going to have a good game, mm-hmm. um, and it's just—I just wish if they could all click together and we talk about the cohesion, what it could be, and you get glimpses of it. But man, oh man, wouldn't
4: it be nice? Uh, well, yeah, and uh, Quincy—you saw it in the second half. It was a great uh, coaching adjustment, obviously instructions and, and, kind of using that stuff. But North Carolina, they were down points. They needed, they needed points. So, um, Marek when, when, sorry, with Jesse Edwards in there, you have Jesse Edwards and then you have Dolzhai. So you have the North Carolina's two centers are guarding those two. And then now you have a Quincy who's getting, being guarded against a guard and, you know, North Carolina, they made an adjustment to put a better defender in, but then it was hurting their offense. So then they put in another guard to help their offense, but then there was a huge height advantage, and that's where you saw Quincy get those easy points uh, in the second half down low. So again, just another thing that opens up when you have a big man out
0: there. And, and it's amazing in in two games in two games against North Carolina, you've got a difference in well, what was the last game? This was this was two points. No, 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 no. No, the score. I have it right here.
4: Oh, uh, we, it, it uh, we lost by five.
0: It was six. It was 81-75. Five, six. So in two games, you got a difference of four points, okay? We were out-rebounded by 36. Yeah. And at the end of the day, between two games, you have a difference in four points. Because NC, NC State, UNC, they can't shoot. They they don't have an outside shooter, so they're doing a lot of inside stuff, which they which they are successful at. Well, and they got
4: young guards, and they turned the ball over. A they lot. turn
0: the ball just over the ball. a lot.
4: Yeah, this is two straight games, right. twenty plus turnovers. Yeah, for them.
0: Yeah, and just to be clear, too, let's just take a look at last game, just for the hell of it. Here, they oh they only turned well they turned it over seventeen times against us last time, so that also helped staying in that game too. All
4: right. Yeah. and no, uh, going to the referee, in, too. I'm so glad they let him play.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I'm get into so that. Okay, okay. Um, that's on here. Uh, fans in the dome. This is ridiculous. We are reaching the point of like complete and utter frustration. I don't get angry on the show. I don't believe in faux anger, but this really pisses me off. The no fans in the dome thing is just something that just really pisses me off. I feel like it's just a power grab. I am so sick of New York State. And, and the one freaking goon they got up there with all of his sexual harassment allegations and everything else and his nursing home deaths, this fool that runs that state is a piece of shit. I can't stand the guy. And if any politician's going to go to jail, it needs to be Cuomo. And I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. I think the guy is a piece of crap. And uh, I hope, he, I hope he, he reaps what he sows. Onondaga County Executive Ryan McMahon said that the delay in Syracuse University students returning to the Carrier Dome for sporting events stems from a disagreement between the school and the New York Department of Health over suitable testing procedures. Okay, this is from Syracuse.com. McMahon said that the school wants to use PCR testing, pulled collection process, and laboratory capabilities that it has built on its campus to monitor the student body that costs them a, a million dollars. To build this facility, the state has not approved Syracuse's process and facility to perform tests for returning of fans to arenas. I think the state is struggling with Syracuse University's lab, McMahon said on Monday during a regularly scheduled briefing. I don't know why that protocol works for the general public and it doesn't work for basketball and lacrosse games. That's the holdup. The state needs to approve the testing program at Syracuse University. This is utter crap. That's the holdup. They don't like their testing procedures. Come on, man. This has worked for Syracuse University since, I would guess, I don't know. I'm guessing. But probably sometime in the late summer, fall. Is that fair?
4: Yeah. Well, I I mean, mean, it has to be be pushing six months. Well, this is my whole thing, right? Like, even if it's general public, right? Like, even if you are worried about the general public, this is something that you you use on campus for students to be on campus, correct?
0: Right, yeah. That's what the facility is used for right now, yes.
4: Right. So it's okay for the state for that lab to be okay for those students. Correct. So why can't those students go to the game? Why can't they allow – They
0: can students? go to school, but they can't go to the game. So they can go to school with one another, but they can't go to the game with one another. I'm not even asking at this point for outside.
4: Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying if, for I people mean, outside if the, the school general to be public. There. If that's a problem, yeah. then whatever. But you have students and faculty. By the way, Texas just that, opened up.
0: Texas says, "We're next week. We're done. We're done with masks. Everything's opening up. We're getting back to normal here because they're following the science." So I don't know what New York's health in whatever no, just, place just, is doing like,
4: again. To me, that's where it doesn't make any sense. You have school. I mean, you have students and you have faculty that are. Using this to be able to be on campus, but yet you're talking but about... But you can't go into the dome. They, but they can't go into the dome. Yeah. Makes zero sense.
0: Where where there's an abundance, a ridiculous amount of space, an absurd amount of space, empty mm-hmm. space. Tons of it. Yep. Tons of it. Ridiculous. Matthew Gutierrez he runs into the buzzsaw. Mm. <laughs> I think... I think I, I've, I cringed a little. I cringed a little, but I think you got to expect that response. And I don't think Goody meant anything by it, but you got to know that that's coming. You do, because Coach has been questioned about his lineup and this and that all season. He's made it clear why he's doing what he's doing. He's made it clear on Jesse. Matthew Gutierrez runs into the buzzsaw. But ah. with, with that said, with, <laughs> what, what? Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: I just feel like at this point, like they know. You have I know. To know. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're I doing, know.
4: I feel like they're they're doing it for the reaction. Like I feel like some of these guys want to be the one. we well, keep the doing question. it
0: because it's. I love it. It's, oh, I love it too. It's po- it, it's but, it's podcast in press conference gold.
4: Like if you are good at your job, then you can look at something and you you know what type of response, based upon at this point who you're dealing with. Okay, so. It's just funny yeah. to me sometimes yeah. when I hear questions and I'm like, are they doing this on purpose to get a rise out of coach? Or There's one guy I think does it on purpose. Not...
0: I don't think that was on purpose. I think that was accidental. <laughs> Anyways, Jesse, obviously, uh, 24 minutes. That's two straight games with some heavy minutes for him with over 20 minutes. Uh, mm. Two for five, two for two from the line, which is crucial. Eight rebounds and four steals. You heard coach talk about the steals. When he followed out, Joe, I was like, Oh my gosh. My I mean, you wouldn't think that when Jesse Edwards fouls out of a game that you're like, Oh, that's it. We're, we're screwed. <laughs> but there I was. Right. There I was. Yeah.
4: So Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean you had Quincy Hoblin around, Kadari just went out, and then Jesse fouls out and you're like, Oh boy And
0: Mark's sitting in there with four and you're like what's what's that's the new the next shoe to drop is Mark. What's
4: yeah, what's next? And then yeah. Joe had to come in and he didn't I mean, he made a bad play, and it was like oh.
0: he made a bad play. Braswell made a bad play. Braswell should have used the timeout; had two to burn, I believe. And he was in a bad spot and kind of just chucked a ball like the <laughs> width of the court to Buddy, who did not have a chance of catching that ball with a with... <laughs> <laughs> no. just a panic moment for Braswell. But those mm-hmm. are those are the things that that are going to limit your minutes. He calls a timeout there and avoids that turnover because I believe that turned into four points after that because there was a trap down at the other end or a foul on the rebound or something, something. But anyways, it was a bad sequence for Syracuse. And with that much time, with the time dwindling like that, that's a problem. So anyways, yeah. uh, anything, anything else, Joe? That's it. That's all I got for the coach montage. Good. Good what? Good, that's it? Good. Yeah, I'm Good. You're good. You're good. You're good. What do you think about real quickly cuz I just mentioned it in the open. Syracuse has a quad 1 win right now. That's good. Mm-hmm. And and it, it was an away game, so that's good. By the way, ironically enough, Syracuse had a quad 1 game for UNC last night, which is crazy. You know, you don't think about that, but it's, you know, they're 60th in the net and that puts them as a the quad 1 game for for opponents for Clemson too coming in tomorrow. So, anyways. Oh yeah. That's that.
2: Time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the Loud House.
0: Hi, uh, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I go to Twitter, I go to Facebook, I ask you for your thoughts, you leave them, I shuffle through them, sometimes I read them, sometimes I just choose ones that are, you know, about a paragraph, and I'm like, this is a good sized one.
4: Oh, no, come I, on, we, all know. we all know the ones you're going to read.
0: <laughs> Bro, come on, man. I've chose. I've chose. I've been outside the box, man. I can't help the same. The same people give me the same good stuff all the time. You know, I can't help that. Our boy Mahir. I'm sure he's in here. Let me see. He sure is. Okay. So, um, anyways, Steve on Facebook. Too bad fans. No fans allowed in. Strange game all around. Hope we see more of this Edwards version. Uh, Heal up and be ready. Still need at least three more wins. Okay. We did the fans, Edwards. Let's see, Joe. You got to me- Well, we'll talk about that. We'll 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 shelf that for the preview. Um, three more wins, Joe. If you win three more, if you go Clemson, one win in the ACC tournament, and then lose the following game in the in the second round, there. You, do you think that's enough? Clemson on the cusp of being a quad one game, if they continue to win, too, by
4: the way. Right. I uh, like I said, I I don't we don't know. It's not the same. We can't look. Everything is not the same. So, again, I just try to look at what could have been or what would have been versus what a normal schedule would have been like, you know. So I still look at this schedule as it's missing six non-conference games and opportunities for wins. And it's missing two conference games, and it's
0: missing some home games for us as well.
4: Or did it go down to eleven? And, yeah, so maybe it's just only four non-conference and two two conference. But either way, we should probably have what six more games on our schedule after Clemson, realistically. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that's where I again I think that we if we did have that full schedule right now with that non-conference, I think that we'd be bubble. I think people will be talking well, wait, about. Well, I think you're talking about 17 and nine, 18 and eight record with a non-conference. With if it was a normal season, three more to go. So I think we're right there where, you, in, unless
0: there's another game scheduled for ACC play, which they're good, which there could be, but at this point right now, Syracuse can't finish below 500 in ACC before heading into mm-hmm. the tournament.
4: So. That's right. You got
0: to think about that. And too, I think so.
4: Net rankings is tough because, again, I think it's also a situation when you want to look at all these analytics, and when you go to the net rankings, I mean, it's. Have you gone to the net rankings? Yeah, I
0: look at them every day.
4: Okay, so have you seen some of the ones that are like up there?
0: Yeah, like a couple, a couple goofy ones. You see where a Colgate is.
4: Ones. Colgate's nine.
0: Yeah, I think.
4: Uh, Colgate's nine. Yeah. Loyola, Chicago,, Loyola, Good Chicago, team, but 19-4. they got four They have
0: like the number one um, ranked adjusted defense. don't they?
4: I don't care about that. I'm, I'm just, just saying
0: I know you don't care about that, but I'm just saying. I mean, you've got to factor in all that stuff too, and I mean, I know it's two different two different things here. and now I'm curious, I want to check that.
4: How was Colgate nine? Oh, Colgate's 9 because they're 11-1 and one, and they didn't play a non-conference and get any losses. There you go. So that's what I'm talking about is that you have some of these other mid-major schools that they didn't play their non-conference that usually that they go and play to try to, you know, bolster up their strength schedule as well and maybe steal some wins. So,
0: Right, right. Um, are we going to do fan feedback or are we just going to sit here and talk? Let's do it. Top fan, Jesse. <laughs> on Facebook. Best win of the season because we overcame bigs. Buddy and Q were great. I was wrong. Mark doesn't need to play 40 minutes at center because Jesse looked fantastic. Kadari was efficient. Nine assists. Well, actually, 10. That was adjusted. And four steals. Wish both of them would have seen more minutes early in the year because they might have been even better. Well, look, I mean, we've talked about it. I think they're this good right now because they've gotten all these practices in. I mean, who knows? I'm serious. Like, Edwards looked like a baby calf out there earlier in the year. We all seen it. You can't tell me that's the same player. No. So when I see ex-Syracuse players post into groups on Facebook or what have you, questioning coaches' decisions and free this player and free that player and blah, blah, blah. I mean, come on. Give me a break. I mean – Jesse was not ready in the beginning of the year. If he
4: come on. No. I could I mean, look at looked, him and tell I'm looked, not a freaking he expert. He bad against non-conference.
0: Yes. Just n- not good. He made yeah. me nervous as hell.
4: Mhm.
0: So, I mean, you yeah, know, I mean, if but, he can
4: play like that, yeah.
0: But he's where he is now, and that's fine.
4: Right. And, well, it's the ver- this is the version of we have a big man, so now we you're going to have a Gerard and a Griffin or those type of players sitting at the same time simultaneously. And this is where we talked about where we wanted to get to. If we had a solid big man and you have the obvious Dolgi and, and, and Gary a at the forwards, then everyone else, it kind of comes down to defense. It comes down to how you're playing. And um, again, like I said, I think that coach, the coaching staff is adjusting better with figuring out what which lineup or which rotation works for which team they're playing. And I think that, you know, and they're going with a hot hand as well. And I think that there's just a lot of adjustments they're making. And they're just trying to figure it out. But as far as the Jesse Edwards thing, yeah. I mean, he's been practicing, you know, all year trying to get better than trying to develop him. And obviously they forced a hand where they had to go in. And he played good. He's and played, be- like, he played okay, better. Well. He played
0: better. And he brought against-
4: him in. Yeah. He, played- he did against North Carolina big men.
0: He, he did. He played better against UNC than he did Georgia Tech. And you know, hopefully, we'll see him continue to improve. He has he has got some long ass arms. That dude can get his hands on stuff.
4: He might not start. He might not start, but as soon as we get start getting bullied down low, he's coming in.
0: Yeah, and thank God, you know, maybe a little bit too late, but it is (laughs) what it is. I mean, we talk all the time about teams hitting their stride at the right time, and. You know, I mean, Jesse's hitting his stride at the right time. You know, right. the team's another another story, but he's hitting the stride at, at the right time. So, all right, we will be right back after this to finish up with fan feedback and give you the Clemson preview.
3: We're driven by the
4: search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
3: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's BYTE.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have, or the friends you find along the way?
0: All right, bet online. You heard from them once. You're going to hear from them again. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. They cover all of the sports, all of the everything sports, okay, obviously. Award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code ARMCHAIR. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. BetOnline, your online sportsbook, experts, eBay, slash sneakers go there whether you're looking for rare dead stock or the latest release find the exact shoe you're looking for on ebay as the original sneaker marketplace ebay is a place to go to cop a pair you've been eyeing and with ebay's authenticity guarantee a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal and for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection with other sites taking as much as 25%. That's ridiculous. 25%. You're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out eBay.com slash sneakers today. That's eBay.com slash sneakers today. Thank you. eBay.com slash sneakers. All right. David, top fan. On Facebook. He says, whether they win or lose, how they win or lose, you just feel like you need to immediately down a couple shots of whiskey and take a cold shower. Look, I'm not into the cold shower thing, but I'm down with the whiskey thing. And, you know, we haven't had many cardiac cues games, especially like losing the lead like that coming down the stretch this year. And, you know, that was one that almost slipped. It almost got away from us. And Mm. you're right. It's it. They yeah. put at some point in the game, they're going to put you through it. They're going to put us through some something that will definitely make us either turn to alcohol or a cold shower, whatever you like, whatever you prefer. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, absolutely. Uh, top fan Zach on Facebook. If Jesse Edwards doesn't play meaningful minutes these next couple of games, and Sadibi Mark both return, he's transferring, and it's frightening because he has looked. So good in almost every little opportunity he gets. Jim loves Anselm and a Jack can shoot. Edwards might be odd man out or feel disrespected like Carrier Goodine. Okay. So this this is a big what if. Because when you talk about the Sadibi Mark thing, I see no indication, just for me, of Mark returning. I, I I don't see it. He's talking about his time here and what it's meant to him and... I've seen a couple of those type interviews, and you know, yeah, I mean, I th- so
4: just,
0: it's hard to say. They both said they're gonna
4: have, they're gonna talk to the coach, right? Well, well, here's knows, the thing, but-
0: Joe. I think we get one or the other, okay? And with what with what Jesse Edwards has done, I mean, obviously he's gonna be more developed next year. Obviously, I think it's going to be something. He's gonna get bigger. I, don't, I think he plays. I think he plays more than what what Zach thinks he might even if CDB returns but we'll see CDB we don't even know if he's gonna be a hundred percent if he'll ever be hundred percent
4: right he's got issues mm-hmm yeah so. he's played good look Edwards has played good enough the last two games to to obviously get these these minutes that he deserves he deserves these minutes at this at this point um I don't see a situation where you a guy you don't have a a big man or a traditional center. And then you have some guy that hasn't been ready all year. And he comes in and he plays the last two games the way that he has. Ah, I mean, Beheim's going to run the hot hand. Now, if he goes in there and he, you know, lays a big hey. turd, then he's going <laughs> to take him out. Right. But, Unless he
0: lays a Cuomo.
4: <laughs> then he's going to take him out. And then that might get him back to, you know, he'll give him some chances, but uh Yeah that's just right now you got to ride the hot hand and I don't think we got to worry about that as Syracuse fans. We're, we're a different team. By the way, these...
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you.
4: No, I mean, it's just, we're a different team. Obviously when you see that we have kind of a big man in there, you saw it in glimpses yes. even once that he came back. Yes. And I mean, now that Jesse's played two good games, you've seen what he's done. And so I'm on board. Keep it, keep it rolling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And look, here's my philosophy. If he transfers, he transfers. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Obviously, if he does it, there was something there that, you know, it just wasn't going to work. Okay? Either he doesn't want to be there or whatever the case may be. So if he transfers, he transfers. You know, I'd hate to see it. You know I mean, it,
4: but, you know. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't I mean see, The only I possible either. way would Anything's be if CDB huh? came back. and you know, I don't even know if we're even recruiting a center right now. So, I mean – I don't know. We'll see.
0: Right. Top fan, Mahir, on Facebook. Screw the refs. I know Lance G. I know Lance G loves Mahir. Uh, screw the refs, especially if he starts with screw the refs. I know Q's did everything they could to give that game away, but my God, the refs were horrible. Cuse is now 2-10 against Carolina in the last 12 meetings, but Q's has won two of the last three. Rest up and get those ice bags. Jeez. Yeah, rest up and get those ice bags. A tough one-day turnaround. But the refs, man, I mean, like I said last night, talked to you at the half. I was like, I like them letting them play. But there were some egregious misses, in my opinion. Uh, there was one against Buddy towards the end of the game. It was kind of ridiculous. And there was a makeup call for it. And, you know, it's just – I hate that stuff. Just call it – call what you see in the moment. You know, I I just – I don't know. But I do like nah. I do like them playing. I do like letting them play. But this team is I'm so saying. good from the free throw line, though, that when there we. There
4: so many missed calls yesterday.
0: So many. So were they missed or were
4: they just not being called? No, they just they just let them play, bro. Yeah,
0: I know. Exactly.
4: That's what I'm saying. And I, I really think that if you really would have had, like, a certain type of officiating crews there, that would have been a bad day for us.
0: It could have been. That, you if talk if about that Jesse
4: getting fouled out. Called tight.
0: Yeah, Jesse and Mark are both gone. Probably ten minutes earlier. So, so be careful yeah. what you wish for.
4: because and North Carolina, is loaded with centers. They got way more ammo than we do. In that, they got position, more ammo, so. but
0: obviously Baycott, the man, down there, and he had three. So, could have been a rough night for him too. But. Uh, anyway, at uh, Jen Bick1 on the Twitter, got the crap beat out of them on the boards and one. worried that Kadari is hurt, need him. Different team when he's playing. We need Quincy healthy too. Jesse played great and Braswell improving, even had a hack down in the corner. He did. Swatted one right out of bounds. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I am – we'll reiterate this one more time. I am a little worried about – the condition of these guys, but we will see. At one, Kev Nash. One is at this is this is at one. Kev Nash's top five. One out rebounded by twenty and still one. How Griffin one for ten and still one. How I love seeing Jesse get real minutes. Q was huge in the second half. Five Buddy for three. What a game for him scoring his one thousandth point in the orange. Go Q's. Yeah, I believe he's up to 1,010 points. So in the 1,000-point club for Buddy. And, you know, too bad he didn't have fans there to give him the proper send-off after he made that, that three yeah, yeah,
4: to go. I not about that.
0: <laughs> he made a three to go of 1,001. When they, talk-
4: when they were talking about it, I'm like, all right, it'd be nice for him to get 1,000. Come on, let's get at this game against yeah. North Carolina He needed 16. You know? And, and yeah. then he just blew by it. <laughs> he
0: just, he, just, he destroyed it. He so said 16. <laughs> I'm getting freaking what 26. 26. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, at Michael C. Bacchus, Richmond is such a difference maker. His ceiling is super high. Great minutes from Edwards. Ton of energy and needed size on the boards. Uh, Buddy does what he needs to needed, and Q gave them just enough to hold on. Um, Richmond. Again, we talked about, speculated in the last show about him starting, and obviously we got off to a slow start again. I think we're at, Joe, you, you gave me the stat yesterday. We had 13 points in 13 minutes, scoring mm-hmm. at a clip of one point a minute, and yeah. and uh, it wasn't looking great.
4: <laughs> and fuego. Uh,
0: yeah, and Kadari uh, comes in, immediately starts, starts you know being a difference maker, and that's just what we're used to seeing. I can't wait to be able to see it right from the start, to see if it really does if 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 the myth is true, that we don't have to start in a hole like that, if Quincy is at the it starts the game,
4: Quin, Quincy or Quincy Kadari,
0: starts. I'm sorry, starts the game. Shut up, yeah. Joe. You know exactly what I meant. Okay.
4: I'm just making sure that you know the listeners. Why you understand? laugh silently like that?
0: <laughs> You're such a douche.
2: Golly,
0: <laughs> at Syracuse Tan. Uh, that it could have been a different season if Kadari played uh, thoughts on the game. They could have been a different season if Kadari played this much earlier along with testing Edwards out earlier in the season. But I guess we will never know. Well, no, we do know we do. Now, Kadari, <laughs> Kadari, we don't know, but, I mean, we saw Edwards. He was – dude, he got, yank, he got yanked a lot when he went yeah, in there. We talked about it. He got yanked
4: against Northeastern. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I don't, wanna, don't give me I the free, go down
0: road, free Jesse. He, this is what he was all year.
4: No, that's practice not. Practice makes perfect, right? Yes. Like yes. you said, as the season goes along and you're playing games and you're like, oh, wow, I'm playing against this guy that's four years older than me and just dominating. Like, And then you see the speed and then you go to practice and then you – figure the game out, and it starts to slow down. Like those, th- Sometimes things just click. So you can't just say, oh, if we did this in the beginning of the year we Kadari. Like in the beginning of the year, Kadari isn't who he is right now based upon no. the experiences well, well, and his- the practices and the games that he's played. We don't know
0: Kadari's ceiling yet, in my opinion.
4: Hell no. So – he we just, know his. But we know his floor. We do and his floor is pretty nice.
0: Yeah, it's pretty decent. With so far no this jumper, year, yeah, his
4: floor is pretty nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. So doing the things that don't make the stat sheet, which is the stuff I love. That's the grit. That's the gr- that's the grimy stuff. That's the determination. That's the effort. That's all the things that you need that guy on your team. And we have tools.
4: He's so unselfish.
0: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Ten He's assists. So unselfish. By the way, the assistant, I don't know if I mentioned the assist. The assist. The. Um, 18 assists on 27 buckets is pretty good for SU this year. Yeah. So so pretty yeah. good. I You know, I didn't really think it was that much until I checked it out. But anyways, at Baptized by Fire, seven good win for an average team. Great to see Edwards play really well. Everybody's very happy about that. I think we can all concur um, that we all love to see Edwards succeed out there. We almost crapped our pants when he fouled out. Yes. Yes. Proves how well he played tonight. Looks like Richmond earned point guard one if he isn't hurt too bad. So, yeah. Uh, uh. Dom, we will see. And I think it'll be um, Clemson if, if, if it's going to be. It's probably be at Clemson, obviously. So, we'll just have to see. And you got to have him healthy. That's the other thing. At yep. Ebola underscore O. You need anything to say on that? No. Okay. Buddy needs to shoot 20 times a game. Yes. Dude. You you, you got to hand it mm. to this kid. He's pulled us out of some big ones, man. I know everybody played a part in this to some extent, except for Allen. <laughs> uh, no offense, no offense. Just had a rough game, but even Joe hit some foul shots he needed to. But um, you know, nine for twenty for Buddy, six for thirteen from three. Now I'm okay with him taking thirteen. He's making six of them. You know, I mean, no, that's
4: perfectly fine, but they have to be good shots.
0: They do have to be good shots, but I think he's getting better with that. He's not forcing them up as much as he used to.
4: Well, no, and but but again, that also comes down to the defense that you're playing against too. True that. So you know, uh, he had success earlier in the season. We were playing against North Carolina, and there's uh, you know. The the guards again. When we go big, that kind of that's that's the trickle down effect. When we have that center in there, okay, now you have a center that guards Jesse Edwards, and the next guy guards Dolja, which means Gary A's guarding. If you have a team that goes three yards or somebody he's guarding someone his height versus a power forward, which then you turn around and now Buddy's playing the two guard at six five six six, right? Which means he has a two or three inch difference, so now he can shoot over his defenders versus and
0: you know they can put
4: their three, they can put their three. Number three uh, guard slash forward that's like six 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 seven that can actually guard him. So it depends on the defense that he sees because there are times where teams just don't let him get open at all, and those are just the really good defensive teams that know that we can't let Buddy Beheim shoot. So I don't want him shooting twenty shots when he's getting guarded like that against a, you know a really really good defender, and he's taking but bad I th- shots. But
0: I don't think he will. I think he's I think he's bit, bit, he, his shot selection has improved. Mm-hmm. Joe's, on the other hand That's another story Let's do this Let's rip through these real quick and, and, we'll, and we'll move on Top fan, Robert On the Facebook Well, first, that's a much needed win Got some muscle and weight in Edwards And he's going to be special Second, give Buddy the ball Give Buddy effing Bayheim The ball as much as possible Third, pray that Richmond and Gary heal hill up And four, we ain't done yet That's right Nate, Facebook, a much-needed win against a quality team. Probably won't get into the tournament, but a big confidence booster for the program. Obviously not going to get into the tournament just based on this one game, even with the NC State game and the Virginia Tech game. Not going to, obviously. Got to do more, but it is a confidence booster. And um, we're going to see how it plays out, man. The season is wrapping up. It's going to come down to, to, you know, the ACC tournament regardless win win or lose it's going to come down in the ACC tournament so we will see oh, yeah. the 15 and 5 5 and 9 Clemson Tigers will tip off in the dome in the empty dome mind you Against Syracuse mm. tomorrow night at five, five p.m. Everybody get ready for that. Clemson is currently on a five-game win streak. Included in those five games is the last matchup between Syracuse and Clemson on February six. Syracuse lost seventy-eight to sixty-one on the road. It was ugly. Gerard had nineteen points in that game. The all-time series with Clemson currently sits at seven and four in favor of the Tigers. Clemson is still led by six-eight senior Amir Sims. He's averaging fourteen points and six rebounds a game. He leads his team in both of those categories. Along with assists and blocks, he's the only player on the team averaging double digits and points per game. Clemson, as a team, they're only averaging about 65 points a game. But if you remember the game that we played, obviously Clemson's uh, strength is their defense. That was the problem. Ken Palm has them ranked 11th in adjusted defense. Clemson currently, I believe I saw them at 30, or 38th in Ken Palm and 33rd in the net. That's three pot, spots shy of making this a quad one game. Instead, it'll be a quad two. Two game at home. Joe, in the loss earlier this year, Buddy and Quincy, they, they were pretty much shut down. That allowed Joe, like I said, to score a game high 19. But for this one, we don't know what we look like, the dynamics of that. Hopefully everybody's healthy. Uh, we need to click. If it's going to click, it needs to start clicking tomorrow. We need all hands on deck for this game. Uh, this would be a huge uh, win for Syracuse going into the ACC tournament.
4: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, this this team last time handled us, like, handled us. 17 more rebounds than us, and they had a lot of guys in there that, I mean, they went 10 deep. I think they had something like, what, was that nine players that played at least 13 minutes? So uh, they substitute. They play in-your-face defense, like you said, uh, and this is going to be a tough one. Uh, the good thing is that – now we have a little bit of a different look than the last time that we saw them, and they're not that tall of a team. I mean, they got a couple six ten well, guys to come off the Sims bench. Sims is what 6'9"? Yeah. So six nine? Yeah, six. Sims is he's a beast because he's 6'9, he beast. 240. He's two forty five. Yeah. Oh, he's like,
0: he's built like a brick he's no doubt.
4: Yeah, so six eight six nine two forty five. I mean, he's solid. So. um and he can score from all over the floor. And he had a double-double last time we played. He had 18 points, 11 rebounds, and Clyde Trap as well. Uh, two guys that had the most minutes. He had 11 assists, if you remember, and uh, eight rebounds as a certain point guard. So, um, again, can't get out rebound by a team that's smaller than us. And uh, last time, if I remember it, more or less, it was just um, Beheim got locked up. Quincy didn't play great at all. And obviously their defense had something to do with that. Um but it was all the, it was effort. Like the, this was the game. When I remember I watched and it just did not look like we wanted to be there. It didn't look, it just, the energy was bad. Um, they shot 10 to 23 from the three point line. They were passing the ball around, getting shots, wide open shots. And, um, that just can't happen, obviously. So hopefully it's the team that we saw yesterday because I don't think it really took that long for them to get fired up and kind of get in the game. um, but that's what we have to do because that's what Clemson did last time. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but we went we went into the half against Clemson losing thirty nine
0: to nineteen. I, I remember it was now, bad. I didn't remember the exact score, but I remember it was bad.
4: Yeah, yeah, we were down twenty going into the half, thirty nine nineteen. We didn't even have twenty points. Didn't even have a point a minute. Oh, now, oh, we came out. We came out and we ended up, you know, outscoring them in the second half, forty two to thirty nine. But uh, obviously, it's something with some worrisome things because uh, we saw quincy hobbling around and how much better is he gonna be um we saw Kadari. is he gonna be all right and then it's only off a one day arrest so uh and then you have a clemson team that goes so deep and pressures you and just puts it on you so uh, stay f-
0: they stay fresh to say the least yeah
4: oh yeah 100 percent. so it's 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 gonna be tough and uh, they obviously have a couple more. They're on a winning streak, and they haven't played since what February twenty seventh. So yeah, what's they that? had a Saturday. couple.
0: They had a couple postponed games.
4: Yeah, they played Miami, there. I think, on Saturday. <clears throat> so they haven't played since Saturday. So they got a couple of days rest. Um, and again, like I said, they're in your face. They're tough. They're not. They're relentless. They're not. I mean, we 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 got to play a, a clean game, and I just hope that. Kadari is fresh, he's good, and they, Jesse can come.
0: They've only played six games in a month. In exactly a month, they've only played six games. Hmm. They, they had two postponed hmm. games in between there, Notre Dame and Pittsburgh.
4: Okay. Well, like I said, am they're they're gonna come out, they're gonna obviously have energy. I knew games they a they, month. they they beat us a certain way last time, but again, I, I don't know if Amir I think Hopefully, when I when I when I watched Georgia Tech and Jesse Edwards came in, I liked how he kind of played against Moses Wright. Uh, he kind of stopped him a little bit for a little while and neutralized him. And I just hope that he can kind of have the same effect. And again, like I said, it's a new wrinkle that Clemson hasn't seen. And as long as Kadari's good to go and he can put up, you know, thirty minutes like he did before, then it's going to be a different type of team that Clemson's going to see. So. Just hopefully they don't shoot as well from the three that they did last time, and I mean I like our chances. We need to know that this is just kind of a must-win game.
0: Yeah, ten for twenty-three think, last time. I think if three. we win,
4: I think if we win this game, then we're right back in the bubble talk.
0: Yeah, bubble talk's bubble talk, whatever. Just go out. But I, I, like I, I said, think we're in bubble that. talk still. I just, you know, to what extent, right? So And I don't care what Joe Lenardi says. I don't even pay attention to him. Nice guy. Don't care.
4: Like I said, this year's going to be different. So no one can really say anything, and I know that our our record's good enough to at least be talked about.
0: Right. All right. Well, you know what time it is, Joe. It's time to revisit, first of all, the predictions from last game. I had 78-74 Syracuse. You had 74-66 Syracuse. We both had them win it. Well, my spread was closer, but your score for Syracuse was off by two. So, I don't know, man. Is this a push? What do we do with this?
4: Nah, I'll, I'll Look, I'm a good sport. So, I'll, I'll call it a push.
0: Okay. It's a push. I think that's fair. Push. I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, now – oh, by the way, I, w- I would be – would, it would not be – I would be remiss if I forgot to mention that Tony – Guess the score on the Cuse Militia podcast Facebook page when I ask for predictions, like I do every game. At least I try to. D- yeah, depends on what I got going on at work or whatever. But he had he had seventy-two to seventy-one Syracuse. Ooh, so
4: very good. Wow. He wins. He wins. Yeah, you know, he. It's not perfect, but he wins.
0: Yeah, very good. Very good. So it is that time again. And that time is, I believe I went did you who went first last time? I did you did, so it's your turn to go first. It is that time again, Joe, give your prediction. I don't need some big lawn drawn out spiel about this, that, and the other. you know, give me the basics, give me the score, and we'll move on
4: uh seventy sixty three Syracuse seventy sixty three you got nothing other than that no, i I just think that. I don't think Clemson's gonna shoot as well. and I think that Jesse Edwards, I, I, this is this is barring obviously the fact that Kadari's healthy and he's gonna play starter minutes and Jesse's obviously gonna play. so and Quincy as well. So as long as it's kind of like the same kind of setup the other night and everyone's good to go, then I think that Jesse Edwards comes in, neutralizes the, the rebounding difference in uh, second chance opportunity points difference, and um, with Kadari in there, we get more points off turnovers and more points as far as fast break points, Uh, so I think that um, that's really what it comes down to.
0: Okay, so I don't always like going second because that screws my score up. Screws my train of thought up, too. But I don't have huge warm and fuzzies about this game because of how good they are, how they handled us last time. I just don't think the matchup is great. But, to Joe's point, the dynamics have changed. And assuming that Kadari is in, and, I mean, if Buddy stays hot. I'm sure they're going to be all over Buddy. Joe's going to need to do mm-hmm. something this game. And Alan Griffin's <clears throat> going to need to do something this game. So, assuming everybody's healthy, and we had, we, had, we had Jesse Edwards sprinkle him in there, and, you know, we'll see who starts. But I'm going to say...
4: Sixty-eight, sixty-four, Syracuse.
0: So okay. that's that's what I got. Yeah. I think it's going to be close. And well, I
4: think I think Quincy has to have a big game too because that's one of those things where if you have a situation where your two bigs are guarding Quincy and, and Marek, then you can pick between, you know, a Joe and a. A buddy and a an a Alan Griffin, and figure out who do you want to put your best defender on out of three yards now, if you go big, that messes everything up for the other team. so the way they defended us last time, when we go big it's going to be completely different because again, trickle down effect if Edwards comes in, Mark's going to be going against a six five or sorry not Mark Quincy's going to be going against a six five guard, so that's a completely different mismatch
0: right well, yeah And
4: now. For- now Brunell has to figure out what he's gonna do, make substitutions to his normal rotation, and then go a little bit bigger, which now that's kind of minimizing who you can have in there as a two guard to face Buddy, because now he's six five, six, six. So and then Kadari's six six. So when you play that match when you play that lineup, it completely just messes with matchups. And we have enough talent on the offensive end to figure out who the matchups are.
0: By the way, but too It just
4: kinda leaves it kind of leaves Joe and Alan Griffin kinda off in the the distance a little bit. Yeah. I That's know.
0: all. Uh, another thing to just just to take note of is that in the past five games, like I said, they've played five games in a month. And all but they're all wins, but all but one of them was at home. So they haven't been on the road that much. They've been right. chilling. They've been chilling. Yeah. So, uh, they mm-hmm. they were home from – actually, they were home from February 2nd to February 24th, a solid three weeks. So, it's home, yeah. chilling.
4: And where'd they travel?
0: They went to Wake Forest. So, they went up north what? I don't know, 100, 150 from miles or something. South Carolina to North Carolina? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, just, just to just – to, mentioned that i just kind of saw out of the corner of my eye here so anyways that is all for us i want to thank everybody who hung out with us for this whole episode we appreciate all of you participated in fan feedback we love you guys so much appreciate the listenership appreciate the fandom and uh thank you bet online ebay sneakers for joe i'm sean we're out peace